Hey y'all, welcome to the Project Body Podcast, where we talk about all things body work, wellness, and everything in between. Join us at our table as we unpack and examine what it means to work in the wellness field. We're so happy you're here today, so let's get into it. Episode number five. Good for us. Yeah. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us too. When you stick to something and do something, um, Mm -hmm. and it's little, little, um, little, what am I trying to say? Um, Little wins? Yeah, but like massive action is just the equivalency of small tasks done over and over and over again, right? You know, so um, we're not going to have 200 episodes off the bat. Starts with (laughs) once one a week, and we're doing it. Five. It's yeah. I mean, Cheers, considering guys. we're doing this, you know, at least once a week. Yeah. Am I gonna do podcast overseas? <gasps> Shut up. Do you want to oh. tell us about your plans? <laughs> Inform the people. Inform your betrayal. <laughs> my betrayal. Mm. It's for my <laughs> mental health. Thank you very much. Oh, you mean that one? I was thinking of the second one. Oh no, Oosh. not the second one. I totally forgot about the first one. Yeah, oh, that I'm- betrayal. <laughs> Uh, but please tell us so we can uh, all vicariously live through you. So you'll see pictures. Probably not, but because it's me. Um, I'm going on a cruise. Mm. I'm going to Bermuda, Portugal, wow. Spain, France, and Italy. Um, I leave April 20th, and I don't come back to May 10th. That's so beautiful. I am out of here for at least 20 days. Wow. That's beautiful. I'm so happy for you. I'm very envious, Wait, but I'm weeks, so happy. How many weeks is that? It's like two and a half. Okay. Because we're not gonna have a Jenny for. for well, I can, time. you know, I have Wi-Fi. I can be like phone in. You know, <laughs> that's gonna be the crappiest quality. You're welcome. But also, I'm still committed. Thank you. Maybe we'll just, um, you know, do the, like two recordings before you go or something like that. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't and know. then we'll Figure take those Fridays off. <laughs> Ooh, spicy. <laughs> so, so now Lisa's more excited than you. <laughs> <laughs> the tables have turned. <laughs> Yes, come I on. I get a Friday night off. <laughs> you get All two. Right. Two so, Friday nights. episode number five. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. What so is five. our topic yeah. this week, Anderson? Tell us. Yeah, so today's topic is um, the power of your mind. Ooh, so nice. So, you guys know that recently I went through a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a emotional, you know. Roller coaster? Yeah, you can say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to go into details, but. Uh, the point is that, you know, I do remember, you know, while I was sitting in the waiting room or the waiting area at the hospital, uh, you know, just waiting for news and nothing was coming in and that's, you can't help but to imagine the worst, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, so your mind is, it just takes control of you. So, yeah. uh, you know, there's nothing like letting your mind, you know, wonder and, you know, it just clouds you with negative thoughts. Seriously, especially like I think we kind of touched on it last week where we were talking about like there's two different lenses that you could see through. You could see through a negative lens, you could see through a positive lens. And sometimes when you're in a really like big, possibly traumatic situation and you don't know the outcome just yet and you're just waiting and there's nothing you can do, you're completely powerless and out of control, sometimes it's really, really, really hard to put on that positive lens and 
you end up spiraling because you're seeing through the negative lens and that's just that's hard that's so hard right um you know it's nothing against or it's, it doesn't say anything about you as a person or anybody as a person about your strength or your will or your determination anything it's just when you're in that kind of situation right poof so much empathy yeah that was rough mm. and i wasn't even in right yeah i was like Oof. i don't <laughs> Yeah, so um, the power of your mind. So what happens when you're in a situation, whether it's a super traumatic situation or it's just maybe you're waiting because you interviewed for a job and you're waiting for right. them to call you back with that job offer. Or maybe they're not giving you that job offer. Or maybe um, your mom got sick, but she lives in two states away. So you can't go there, right. but you're just waiting for the news you know what happens in that limbo time when when all you are left with is your thoughts when you're well, left with yourself you, know, you can't help but to create multiple realities you oh can't help goodness, but to right, right. and it, it it almost always seemed to go the like the worst way right you okay. never think of the best way possible <laughs> or the best you have scenario to be right trained really well right. to think along those lines um it's funny um oh you you just made something pop into my head let me see if i can recall it but oh yes okay um so something that one of my i'm gonna name drop because i love her so much um you know that um i'm already here what's name drop oh, Mary? <laughs> I do love you. You're my favorite. <laughs> so that life coach that um, does that your brain podcast, uh, Cara Lowenthal, oh, love her, yeah. love her, love her, love her. Like her word is gospel um, at times. Um, but she uh, she turned me on to a thought that um, I have not been able to th shake ever since she put it in my head. But what she said was. When you think about the worst case scenario or things going wrong or you just think about if you overthink about situations that didn't happen yet, you are living the stress of that situation that is not happening. So then if that situation does end up transpiring, you now lived with that stress times two. So you didn't have to go through the first stressful bit because that was just your thoughts and you were overthinking it. And then you have to go through that stress a second time because now it's actually like a reality. So now you have to go through that stress twice. Right. Um, so if you just like had control of your thoughts or like took the reign of your thoughts, you wouldn't have to go through these stressful situations multiple times when the situation's only actually happening in real life once. Funny that you just said that. <laughs> because I am a pre-griever. <laughs> I like that word. Say it again. A pre-griever. Mm. <laughs> a pre-griever. Yes. Um, my senior dog was like ready to like, I kind of felt it. For the whole year, I was just like pre-grieving. I was like, man, this is going to suck. So you were mourning before the dog even died. Yeah. Were you able to enjoy the rest of his life during that yeah. year okay yeah, I, did. I had a great time with him loved him but you were also crying too oh yeah for sure <laughs> um and then when the time did come i like i cried the day yeah and then i was like cool oh so you didn't take a morning time afterwards you took a morning time before yeah it was bizarre <laughs> um did i almost lose my rocker 
when the vet office messed up his thing and then I cried again. 100%. 100%. But. Doesn't help. That was just a whole I mean, other. The vet losing their stuff doesn't help. Yeah. Their, um, yeah, their actions. Yeah, so. But I didn't cry because I was like mourning him or like grieving him. I was like mad because like. You guys messed up my One stuff. One job. One job. <laughs> One job. <laughs> this is your job. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I like pre-grieved and I was like, this is going to suck. And then I noticed that that's like my trend. Like I'll Mm. Mm pre-grieve so that when it does happen, I'm like, cool. Um, I just have a really weird mindset. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) You are a really weird mindset though. (laughs) Yeah, I I really am. But yeah, I don't know. I just like with like my whole grandparents and stuff, like Mm. I like... Every time I see them, I'm like pre-grieving, mourning, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and uh, so, is this a less stressful way to live or a more stressful way to live? I what think, would you think? Because I think, even though like I'm like crying and I know like you no know, one day they're gonna pass and like I'm feeling it's pretty soon, I cherish those memories the most because mm-hmm. like those are like the newest mm-hmm. ones I have and oh. I know that like. I'm not going to have many more after. Yeah. So then I cherish those memories better. Yeah. You're a little bit more sentimental with those memories. Mm-hmm. A little more emotional. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a strange bird, though. So. No. No. <laughs> We're all strange in our own ways. Exactly. Right? Come on, I'm Queen Bee over here when it comes to weirdness. <laughs> Whoops, sorry, guys. <laughs> Always. Have, Don't I'm invite this trucker onto your podcast. You three beeps this time. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even catch the first two. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Is there... <laughs> oh, so that was the first one. No, that, that, was, that, was, that was like the third one. No, it was not. Yes, it was. I have not been cursing, unbeknownst to me. Uh, so anyways, uh, oh, the power of your mind. <laughs> so. <laughs> the name of the book that you right. dropped had a one. So, I mean, we've been talking about the power of your mind, right? Yes. And how it can affect us in negative ways, but how can it affect us in positive ways? Uh, you know, when we change our mind to saying, I can't do this, or, I, you know, you're changing just our mindset of uh, whatever task we're doing, like, um, you know, just changing it in a positive way, saying, I can't do this, I will do this. I or, think that is, like, everybody's problem is everybody psychs themselves out and convinces them that they can't do it everyone always says i can't do this i can't do that you look like you got something juicy on your mind (laughs) come on tell us bring it out share super dork come on (laughs) hold on give us the cheese the cheese all of it here so one um from our athlete so like when i'm working out i'm like that's all right. I did this before. I could do this again. Like, mm. pump myself up, right? Yeah. But now I am a heavy book talk nerd or a book nerd. And I... Sometimes I'm like, when like a really good like book goes into my mind, I'm like, I'm working out with these characters. <laughs> <laughs> like Ari and Janko? Yeah. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, oh, they're pretty bad flipping... Love Warriors, yeah. I can totally I can throw do. a sword with them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly what I do. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, <laughs> you want some fitness tips? Here's one. Picture your favorite fictional characters and picture them alongside you while you're doing your squats. 
<laughs> You'll be ready to swing that sword in no time. <laughs> I am. Um, oh, such a dork. I'll see myself out now. <laughs> Thanks, baby. So I, um, so back in the day, eight years ago, when uh, before Project Body was a thing, um, I, um, I needed a job, right? So I just started finding space, accepting clients, whatever. And this is how Project Body started. It was just because I needed a place to work. And then one thing led to another, more clients came. I, you know, they they kept on coming and then we got employees and, and, and it grew. When it started, people would look at, now, back story more, I was 24 years old when I started Project Body and I already look like I'm 12 years old. So when I was running this business in the beginning by myself, people would look at me and be like, you're the owner? Um, how did you do this? You're so young. What, how did you do this? And that was everyone's biggest question was how. They couldn't, the majority of people that walked through these doors could not understand how a 24 year old practically child started this whole entire business all by herself. And the answer is little actions. It wasn't like what Project Body is today, eight years later, it was not what it was a year ago. I had no idea what I was doing, doing eight years ago. Um, but it all stemmed from little tiny actions building on right. each other. Every year we made a little bit more money, which meant we could buy a couple more um, tools or products or, you know, pieces of furniture or another table for another room or, you know, whatever the case may be. I didn't have all of that in the very beginning eight years ago. We built that over eight years of time. Um, and it all was just like little bits. Yes, I can go and buy a table off Craigslist for $200. Yes, I can go and buy this thing off of Amazon for $100, you know, but like, as opposed to you need $100,000 up front, that is right. not digestible. But if you break down your tasks, if you have a dream or a goal and you break it down into digestible pieces, you can do little digestible pieces. You can't eat the whole cake in one, you know, one bite. Mm -hmm. I think that's massive. People don't understand that. Most people just see the bigger picture and say, I can't do that. See, that made me think of something. You know, it's a famous saying that says, uh, if he did it, then why can't I do it? You know, uh, but yeah. I don't think, I don't know, because the thing is that, you know, not, not everybody yeah. has the same uh, drive. Uh, yeah, or the same situation. Somebody oh comes God. from, you know, from one side or. There's two things here. Um, one, um, Oh my God, I'm gonna lose one of these thoughts. Um, Pick just one. say uh, rocket fuel to me. Say that to me later. Um, okay, so <laughs> I am a business owner, right? I own this business. Now, I am a massage therapist by trade. I've been a massage therapist for 14 years, but because of this is a full on company by this point, there's a lot of administrative tasks that need to be done. And so it takes me off of the table away from my clients and I have to be in office or at, behind my computer doing these more administrative tasks, whether it's like, taxes or finances or or you know building out our um our booking software for more newer services or whatever the case may be i am constantly like behind a computer or behind a desk i'm not at the table working on clients anymore um oh no i lost it there oh okay <laughs> no i didn't lose it so so the point being is that there are some people in this world that would 
that are massage therapists, they chose to... I know, I know, and I stopped myself. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> they went to massage school because they wanted to work hands-on on people. They wanted to be the facilitator of wellness or health or whatever whatever the case, healing, recovery, whatever, whatever it is. Um, they want that one-on-one -on -one time with their clients. If they owned their massage practice, they would have to step away from that table and go behind the computer, behind the desk to do the administrative stuff. And there are some people that don't want that. They don't want to be bothered. Yes, Jenny, hello. You, <laughs> me. <laughs> uh, you would, see, and this is, remind me of rocket fuel. This goes back into rocket fuel. I, so, I think of rocket fuel. I need you to, I need you to remind I, me. I um, but anyway, so there are people that do not want that headache. They don't want to think about taxes. They don't want to think about employee payroll. They don't want to think about all of the, 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 the little bits and how do you balance a sheet and how do you create, like, they don't want to think about any of that. They just want to come in, see their clients and get out. And that is good. That is good. It is good to have that mentality. Like you don't need to have everything in this world. If you are satisfied with just yeah. like, you know, I love my clients and that's all I want to do. That's great. You don't well, have to be that business well, owner. Th running. Think about it. We need, we need people from both sides. We, we need do. people Absolutely. like you that can, you know, create opportunities. There we go. And then we need people that can, you know, they take advantage of those opportunities, right? A hundred percent, which brings us to rocket fuel. So there is so <laughs> proud of you. That you're <laughs> I forget the author. Um, we can maybe put them in the show notes if I remember later. But um, I think it's the name of something Wilkes or something with a W. Um, he wrote this book called Rocket Fuel. And um, in this book, he talks about how if there is like one business owner, they usually um, like crash and burn by themselves because they can't do all of the jobs. There's two different kinds of people in this world. There are um, dreamers. I, um, I'm not using this, the right words that he used. I'm paraphrasing, I'm sorry, it's late. But anyway, the one idea is the, the innovators, the dreamers, the innovators, the people who think of the things. And then there are the executors the people who who make get it done <laughs> right. who who look at the dreamer and says oh i see your thoughts okay let me right. go and get them done let me go and do it let me right. go and and create it let me whatever but that that executor doesn't have the dreaming or the innovator capacity and the innovator doesn't have it in them to do the things or at least like finish the job yeah. or you know they need each other and when like you it's me and you. Right. It's me and you, buddy. You are the executor. I'm the innovator. <laughs> you are the executor. I'm the innovator. I'm like, that's what, that's why Project Body has been able to be so successful in the last eight years compared to all of the other massage places in the, this northern New Jersey area. Right. It's because we have a big team here where we have an innovator who is constantly thinking of ideas and throwing things into the clinic. Even when I don't tell the clinic, I just throw it into the calendar. People are like, I'll figure it out because everybody's an executor. Everybody is like, oh, I see what I see where her brain was going. I can do this. Or they'll come to me and ask me, you know, more like clarifying questions like yeah. how exactly is this order? But otherwise, everybody is excited to execute. And that's what makes us do really well versus there are other places where there might be an innovator um, running it, but they don't have executors or they might be an executor as an owner. And all they want to do is be on the table working with their client but they're not behind the desk thinking and ch you know chugging out new ideas and all of that you need an innovator and you need an executor um that's how things companies explode into um 
success. Um, but anyway, oh, that derailed us completely. Um, but that was my point. Is is you were you were asking? What were you asking? It was like. Uh, well, I was saying how uh, the power of mind can also be more in a positive way. Yeah, you can... that's how we got onto this. Um, <laughs> I like the left that we took, but it was oh, a good left. I go. It was a little bite, and then we just <laughs> <laughs> and we come back, <laughs> and <No>. we're back. <laughs> oh, oh, it was because of the um, uh, I can't do it. That was right. it. Was the I can't it do was, it mentality. Right. Well, I said that you know not everybody. You know when you say. Uh, if he did it, then why can't I do it? Oh, that's what you did. But yeah. the thing is, yeah. you know, not everybody comes from the same place Absolutely. or uh, where the same opportunities. We so you don't have, have the same tools, right? We all have different strengths and I'm weaknesses. Not saying, I'm not saying you can't do it. I'm saying you have to do it differently. You yeah. can't take that example. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, or you can't like, like, um, I've always said about us, our working relationship, um, is such a good relationship because like we are, aren't friends. <laughs> like we don't. <laughs> communicate with each other outside of work we right. don't hang out outside of work um i don't think i've met your youngest kid honestly yeah, maybe they, i have they, yeah, i have met yeah. your daughter i know that for they, sure but they, they both came in here i think your son once. like kind of flies in and flies out like <laughs> and my whole point being is that we don't have that like yeah. super close relationship um but it works really well because we're we're so tunnel visioned on what right. we are doing together which is growing this business and i've said countless times that you like i am the person who's in the clouds and my brain is all over the place ping ponging off walls mm -hmm. thinking of all of the things and you were the grounding force you were the person who was like hey lisa hey, while you're over there let's remember over here <laughs> and i need that bit of grounding because right. if i didn't have it i would be in left field all of the time <laughs> um so you're right there we have have our strengths and weaknesses I have strengths and weaknesses yeah. you have opposite strengths and weaknesses which is great for this right. working level it um, out right absolutely a hundred percent otherwise if we had the same strengths and weaknesses I think our our ideas would be clashing absolutely together. and we wouldn't get anything done right. because we would be doing the same thing and then mm -hmm. ignoring other things right. that both of us want to ignore how does uh, your mind uh, or the power of your mind affect you in a positive way? Um, sunshines and rainbows all day, everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking in a volcano. Oh, yeah. I'm, everything's on fire, but I'm okay. Um, story of my life. Um, That's not a bad thing. I mean... It's not. It's just... It's really weird, because I'll... I'll go on this, like, spiral of, like, oh, crapola. Like, something's gonna go bad. Mm -hmm. And then, immediately in that same breath, I'm like... Nah, it's all right. Things will work out. <laughs> well, you know what that made me think of? I read this thing. I don't even remember where, but it was uh, a quote that said, "You're when you're a grown-up, you're a grown-up for everything. What? Meaning, yeah, meaning that sometimes we're an adult, right? We pay bills, we do that, but we act like a kid in certain things where we, I'll uh, give you an example, you know, we lack the ability to act like a grown-up in certain situations mm. in our lives. But, I don't know, that made me think of that when That's she was... 100%. <laughs> but I, think, I think that there's... Um, the thing that's worthy to note about what you just said is that if there is a dumpster burning next to you, mm -hmm. you'll look at it and be like, oh, damn, that dumpster's burning. Oh, no. Um, but then in the same breath, you'll also say, well, Maybe it must burn out fine. So <laughs> we'll see. And I think that that took training, you know. Oh, like, I have so much training in right? this brain. 
like you you know you had to go from just being like oh my god this is terrible to eventually teaching your brain to be like oh yeah it could be terrible but like also we got this we did it once we could do it again yeah that's how my brain works my mom would be like how because i was a tiny terror when i was little oh she was like when you started going off there was nothing Mm. nothing that will like keep you calm and there's one day I was like, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't like just give me some like melatonin or like chloroform. Just, <laughs> just knock you knock out. Knock me out. Cause, Cough syrup. Yeah. She was like, once you started going, there was nothing, nothing that would stop you. And now I'm like, I'll get mad. I'll like, I'll spike and then I'll just immediately come back down. Oh my goodness. Um, that reminds me of, um, okay. So there are some times when, um, I, not necessarily mad, but I'll get like super, super sad. Like just like so for no damn sad. reason. Mm. Maybe there's a reason, and maybe there's not a reason. But there are just like just that sadness is so overwhelming and heavy. Mm-hmm. And there are like sometimes when that's happening where I will start, you know, like thinking not good thoughts, and then. Okay, but, like, there was a time in my life where I thought those not good thoughts, and then those were the only thoughts that I thought. But mm-hmm. there, but nowadays, when I experience those heavy, heavy sadness days, I will think those not good thoughts. And then, in, in addition, think, you're fine. You are sad right now. Be sad. Because in eight hours, you will be feeling a different emotion. Like, I... So, like, you know, five, ten years ago, whatever, I would just dwell in the sadness and just be sad and just be like, oh, my God, I'm going to be sad forever. And something happened in the last couple years that I learned this technique from somewhere. I don't even know where it's I learned me. from. It's me. Is it you? It's me. Um, <laughs> where I will be in this heavy sadness and I'll be thinking the not good thoughts. And then I will say, okay, but don't do anything because in five hours or in two hours or in eight hours, you will feel something different. And then sure enough, yeah. sure enough, eight hours, go the next day I go to bed, and the next day I'm feeling completely different. I have been able to convince myself that emotions change pretty regularly, which is a truth, yeah. right? That's yeah. the truth. Um, my, my younger self did not want to believe that, but my older self embraces that now. And so I have the unhappy, sad, not good thoughts, but in addition, yeah. my brain has developed this extra coping mechanism where I guess the parent in me says, it's okay, little child inside, go ahead, be sad, feel your feels, whatever. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be sad, and yeah. it's okay to be mad, too. Yeah, and it, it's, know that it's only there for a second. Like, don't let 30 seconds of sadness or madness ruin the whole day. Yes. Because you're going to have a plethora of emotions. You're going to be sad and mad and glad, full, and all of the things. Yeah. Why would you let 30 seconds of a day rule your whole day? Uh, (laughs) It does for a lot of people. (laughs) I guess that's why we're sad. Yeah. (laughs) We're taking a short break. Lisa's... I cry. (laughs) Speaking of sad. I just broke Lisa. No, but I mean, I can can definitely relate to what you're saying because I feel like you know, five years, six years ago, I would not understand certain feelings and why would they come all mm. of a sudden, you know, they would just, why is this happening if there's no reason why I should be sad right now? Right? Yeah. 
but at the same time, I mean, it happens in women, it happens in men, it doesn't really matter. We all have hormones. emotions. <laughs> yeah. We all have those emotions. Our thoughts control our feelings. Wait, what's this phrase? Our thoughts control our emotions, which control our feelings. Or, well, I'm butchering that. It's late. Probably butchering it. I'm super butchering it. Our thoughts control our feelings, which control our actions. That's it. There we go. I did it. Cairo, <laughs> she'd be so proud of me. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Aw, Jenny. I Good love job. You. I love you too. Thanks. And um, you're there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can't see my um, sat, people can't see my sad face. So I think um, something that we haven't touched on just yet, but you mentioned it last week, so I want to I want to bring it up. Um, oh is um, you brought up how there are we can convince ourselves that we can't do something, but there are other people that are doing it already. Okay, I can say you the exact quote. There's some there's someone out there who's way less qualified than you. Yes. Living the life that you want. Yes. Simply because they took a chance. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that so much because it's so true. Yeah, yeah. I was just finished watching the movie. Um, oh God, everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh, I need to watch that. Very good, and it was amazing because it's just like that. It's just like you're living your day to day, and like every decision you make branches off to an alternate reality. Mm. Oh wow! And like you, you kind of see like the choices she's made and it's kind of like splitting you're like oh like if i did this instead of this my life would have been that is so funny because you remember we've talked about in the past that like i'm on this like dating venture adventure right now i'm dating all the people and um i sometimes if i meet somebody and i really like them and then it ends up not working i will console myself by saying i'm probably dating them in an alternate reality (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> There's another Lisa that actually got that romantic fairy tale happy ending. Good for her. Not in this reality. We're still figuring it out. But cheers, cheers for that, Lisa. <laughs> cheers for that one. Good for her. I'm proud of her. She's crushing it. Dating, dating, dating. <laughs> yeah, I wish. Um, so somebody less qualified mm-hmm. is doing things that you want to do, but you're convincing yourself that you can't do them for whatever reason. Right. And it's usually, like, I'm a great example of this. Oh my God. Ah, Andy, just take a, a, like, you know, one of those vampire steaks and stab it in my heart. Cause Where this is, is it? this is, this Literally is right here. hot topic for me. Seriously. <laughs> okay. So. I know I'm beating a dead horse and I don't even want to talk about it because it's just like I'm I'm literally talking about my failure and I don't want to talk about that. Um, I've been saying for years that I'm going to create um, online massage um, continuing education classes that you can get credit with and I haven't. I just, I have not because one of the things that is getting in my way is my brain will convince myself that I don't know what I'm doing. I've been a massage therapist for 14 years. I have touched and worked on thousands of bodies at this point. I have handled many different dysfunctions in bodies. People come to me. I am known as a pain management specialist. Why my brain is convincing me that I don't know what I am doing or I'm not like um, an authoritative figure is beyond me, but it's winning because I haven't created anything. <laughs> or at least the things that I have created, I still have not submitted to the boards that be to give me the 
authorization to grant credit. Um, all because I've convinced myself that I'm not good enough. And yet, there are people out there who have created courses that practically have no scientific basis to it and yet are rocking and rolling and bringing in so much money because they just did it. Right. They took a chance and did it. And it doesn't matter if it's 100% right. They just did it. But I'm over here like it has to be 100% right because it has to be perfect. If it's not perfect, I can't do it. Yeah, it's the worst thing that you can get into thinking. That's the power of your brain, right? There you yeah. go, right there. Right. It's like profession perf oh my professionalism, God. perfectionism. Yeah, there it is. And like imposter syndrome just clash. Merged into one and I am it this literally is the biggest struggle of my life. And like you would think that like creating the clinic was the biggest struggle. Honestly, it wasn't. Little little massive actions just got us here. Um, creating that educational material though, holy crap. Like and 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 here's the thing, like I have done little massive action with it. You know, little little chunks have happened over over the last eight years, but I need to make it into like um like a mm, like I need to create like um learning objectives mm -hmm. like create make it into like a class format type of thing so that I can submit it to the boards that need to grant me authorization that's the part that I'm stopping at like I've stopped myself there because I'm scared of being judged by the people who work for the boards mm -hmm. and I'm scared of what they're gonna tell me about the class that I maybe got a little bit wrong but there are people who already did it yeah I mean it's almost like having the guts to execute, right, is more important than knowing everything, right? Because I don't have the guts to execute what, it. What what's what's it matter if you know like you know everything, right? But if you can't do anything with it, you know, my brain just pull the trigger. Can't handle it. I need an execute. There are people honestly. that there are people that you know they don't know the next step. They still execute it, right? And they'll figure it out along the way. They go in blind. That has like, yeah literally been how i've done project body it has all been blind and it's all been well we'll figure it out as we're doing it it's, and we're still in business that, right yeah yes eight years later and we're doing really well like honestly like and like all of our expenses eat up all of our money at the end of the year but honestly like it's just wild where we come from the first year we made thirty nine thousand dollars in net profit and you know overhead wiped all of it out whatever but that second year turned into seventy nine thousand dollars and that third year turned into $215,000. And our seventh year, we ended at $475,000 or something like that. So eight years later, we're, we're ending at close to half a million in net profit. And like, again, I'll say it again, it's all gone between all of our overhead and our payroll expenses and our tax 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 expenses and our draws you know for us to live um it's all gone but year one was thirty nine thousand dollars and year seven was almost half a million yeah tell Rushing like it. that's <laughs> crazy that's crazy that's wild and bananas to me but it happened because of little bits little bits yeah. little bits little bits and it was just because we, it, the train was rolling and we kept on rolling with it but this continuing education thing for me is 
I, I stopped that ball because I'm terrified. I'm shaking in my boots about it. And there's no reason. There's no reason for me I mean, to have all this fear. I mean, think think about it. What's what's the worst that can happen? If you're they say no, and right. they just give me some corrections. Right. That's it. They're not going to say, no, you're banned for life. They're just going to say, no, this doesn't work. Resubmit it. And then I'll have a chance to resubmit Right. That's the worst that'll happen. <laughs> Nothing bad is going to happen to right. me, and yet I am. Brain, I can't get over it. Yeah, I, your brain has convinced you that. Do you yeah. have like an outline for the course? It just needs to be turned into. Pretty much. Room? So it needs. I need to re re outline it a little bit so that like there's like learning objectives and. and so seven out of the eight steps are done. Pretty much. You just have to do like the eighth step. Yeah. Literally the last one. Pretty much. <clears throat> you got to put your like. Your, big girl pants on! Your big girl pants on, <laughs> or I call it the case of the flippets, you know? And just just do it. Just do it. Don't Shia LaBeouf me. You're right. Do or do not, there is no trial. Yo to you all day. But I can't say the ah! other the other word that I want to say. The case of the um beep word. Um <laughs> and she'll, she'll bleep her own self. <laughs> um but that's how I usually get my stuff done. I just get like the case of the peeps, and then I'm just like diving head in. That reminds me of the five second rule. I think it's like when you think about doing something, you you have to be like, all right, in five seconds I'm gonna do it. One, two, three, four, five, and then you just go. <laughs> Watch out, Andy. Here comes that tracker. <laughs> you just got all three. You just you know you're. Up I to think I did it twice. <laughs> No. Two times. No. I'll, Two beeps. Two beeps for me. At least three, four beeps. No, I do not. Anyway. Anywho. All right, I, we're going to call this an episode. Uh, oh, yeah? Before we close it, I do want to, you know, thank again everybody for listening. Uh, and to, if they're listening on Spotify, to uh, click the follow button or the follow tab or whatever and the ring so they know when a new episode pops up nice uh anyways thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode peace see you out next week yeah i just i don't know bye you keep trying to say peace out cup scout i don't know if that would